Hello and welcome to Real Estate Real Talk. My name is Haley Bauer and joining me as always is Miss Latanya Button. Eric Phillips with Pillar to Post Home Inspections is also here with us and we're coming to you from Bryan College Station, the heart of Aggieland. Today we will be discussing the general home inspection. The purpose of this podcast is to help educate you on how the different real estate processes work, as well as equip you as the buyer or seller to ask great questions to your agent. Thanks for joining us. So let's get started. We will be discussing what questions come up related to home inspections when you're purchasing a home. So Eric, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, you and I have done several home inspections before, and you're super amazing at what you do. And uh, for all of those people who don't know you, please tell us a little bit about your company and yourself. Well, uh, Pillar to Post Home Inspectors, it's the largest home inspection company in North America. And uh, I own two franchises, one here in Bryan College Station, and the other one is in Houston. Yeah, so you're a busy guy. Yeah, I, get a, I just came from Conroe to be with you today. Um, I live here in Bryan, though. Bryan is home. I'm, I have uh, my wife and I, Barbara, we live here in Bryan. I'm a mechanical engineering graduate from Texas A&M class in 1979. Whoop! Whoop! So my skill sets as a mechanical engineer are really good for this job. Um, I also have two daughters. One is an 03 graduate and the other one was a 97 graduate. So a lot of Aggies in our family. Uh, when I got out of college, I've been working in manufacturing and engineering for about construction for 35 plus years. And um, I'm, I'm now in my own business here in my fourth year. And uh, my team and I have done about a thousand inspections in our four years. Wow, that's incredible. That's awesome. So talk to us about the first step in the process. Usually the realtor uh, calls you up and says, hey, I have a home inspection for you. What type of information do you need to go forward? Well, you know, the first thing I'll ask them is what's their time frame or their option period because we need to know how fast we have to move. Yeah. And uh, from there... Uh, once we set a date, we I need the address of the property, of course, and what the square footage is. Most of your home inspectors are going to base their rates on the square footage of the property. I uh, might have to incorporate an age factor, and if it's a really old house, it takes longer to do old houses. So I'll ask what the age is, what type of foundation it has, a pier and beam. You got to crawl under it with the termite guy, and it's it takes more time and it's not much fun. So there's usually a, an additional charge for that. Slab home is pretty much your basic inspection that everything is based on, and. And of course, I need their contact info to uh, book the inspection because I'll send them some emails. Right. And they, they can send me uh, all that information in email, a text. They can do it on my webpage. They can make the phone call and even a phone app if they want to do it. I, yeah. They can give it to me any, any way of five ways. <laughs> you make it easy. I try. <laughs> so, okay, usually the inspection is based on uh, square footage, right, for the price? Right. Okay, what would you say, and I know this is always a hard question, but um, a lot of people ask us, so what would you say is like the average cost for a home that's between 1,500 and 2,000 square feet? So for me, I my prices are broken into 500 square foot increments, and then that increment would be about $400. Okay. And that would be my, what I call my regular or my plus inspection. Now, if you want to add things like infrared camera surveys and a recall check on your appliances, and if you want a septic in a swimming pool and other things, then that would be additional charges on on that. Right, because you you will do you can do water wells, septic systems, sprinkler I'm, systems. Yeah, I'm certified pool operator, pool inspector, and I also have a mold assessment technician license, so I can do uh, mold mold inspections as well. And those yeah. would be a little bit a little bit more on the cost. Yes. Right. Yeah. 
Those are handy though in some areas that are prone to flooding and whatnot. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm off to Franklin tomorrow to do a mold mold inspection with a house inspection. And yeah. it is nice if you can get it done, you know, while you're there instead of calling a pool pool person, calling yeah. another septic yeah. guy. So that really helps. Yes, it is. And I choose not to do WDIs. I know some guys do that, but I like to have two sets of eyes on the job. So I, I always just bring along my WDI guy, but I'll schedule him for you if you let me know. Yeah. Right, right. Um, so we've talked about this a little bit before, but um, we have sometimes uh, come up where we have a client, they want to purchase a new home and they ask us, the realtor, you know, do I really need an inspection? It's it's a brand new home. The builder has a warranty that goes with it. What would you say to those buyers? Well, I, I would say I've written volumes on new builds. Um, they, they're not problem-free. I'm, yeah, they're not perfect. I, I hate to say it, but there's lots of things with new builds that I find. Um, there is. You, you know, a lot of people think that, well, because the city came out and inspected it, that it's okay, but I mean, the city guy might spend 15 minutes there. I, I'm there for two and a half, three hours. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to find a lot of stuff. And they and they do a walkthrough with the client, but that's just not the same as you with your you know professional um, ability to see things that they may not see. Yes, that's right. And, and of course, I will spend time with the client, which they're not going to do. Um, I mean... And typically, like when they print a report, I've had it where you can take that report to the back to the builder and say, "Can you fix these things?" And they typically will. Yeah, and it's yeah. like a punch list. And I think for a lot of builders, it's kind of eye opening because it's like, "Oh, we're doing this wrong. We need to, you know, correct this and streamline it in our process." Right. But um, good. But yeah, so for me, it's kind of like, please get a home inspection if you're buying a new home because it's probably going to be one of your biggest investments sure. that you'll yeah. ever make. And and if you want to, if somebody ever wants to see what I find on new homes, I can show them old reports. And I, I think they would agree that it'd be a good idea. Yeah, I good. agree. It's good. So talk to us about some of the common things that you do see in, in a typical home inspection here. Um, you know, I guess a lot of the things that I run into is, uh, I, I like to focus on safety Items, moisture-related items, are things that cost a lot of money. So, oh yeah, the I, good old moisture meter. Moisture meter, yeah, that was like one of our first <laughs> things you and I did that kept beeping, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of people don't have the ground fault circuit in their uh, protected outlets on their receptacles. You know, the ones in your bathroom with the little test reset button. Yes. And so, you you know, if you don't see those in required areas, it's which is actually bathrooms, kitchens, garages, outdoors, laundry areas, then you have to call those out. Uh, another big one that people don't think much about is lack of gutters. Our soils are built on uh, very expansive, or they're comprised of very expansive clay. If you keep a lot of moisture against your house from rain, then your house is going to move around as the clay shrinks and as it expands. So having gutters on a house is really important to push the water away from your foundation, try to keep it at a constant state of moisture. Um, believe it or not, on roofs, the uh, what you might call tar paper and what I call underlayment, I'd say on 90 out of 100 homes here in Bryant College Station, it's installed wrong. Wow. Yeah, it's it's um, it's unusually high, actually. It, uh, I wonder why, but we can go into that in another session. Um, you know the little pull-down attic la- access ladder that you have in your um, garage or your yeah. hallway? Yeah. It's supposed to be installed with 16-penny nails or quarter-inch lag bolts, but almost everybody uses deck screws. And I've had friends who have fallen out of their ladders because the deck screws oh, just won't no. support it. Yeah, <laughs> wow. It's not a good thing. So attic ladders... Um, I know you've heard me talk about anti-tips on oh, yes. ovens. Yeah, you can't 
you have to put a bracket on the floor to, so your oven doesn't tip over if the kid pulls the door down, wants to see what's going on cooking on top. And uh, I, I guess the other one would be our corrugated stainless steel tubing, the okay. yellow, the yellow yes. material that carries your gas in your attic. If it's not bonded properly, then it could be a potential fire hazard. And we, we call that out a lot. CSST, right? Yes. Yes. And, and broken win- window seals too. Yeah, huh? if you see a foggy window, it's uh, most likely got seals that are bad and we yeah. call it foggy. And you, you'll, you'll want to get that replaced someday and that's going to cost you some money. Yeah, and it seems like we find that a lot. Is that pretty typical? Do you find that typical in homes? Yeah, you know, some of the windows made in air, certain eras, the vinyl windows, of course, are really bad. They It seems like you buy a 1980s house, you see a lot of them, but not too many in the 90s house. So maybe they got better at them as they, as they built them. Yeah, maybe. So I know sometimes uh, the buyer goes to the inspection and they're so excited about seeing the home again, maybe for the second or third time. And then, um, you know, during the inspections, we find several bigger items that need to be, um, you know, addressed. And basically, what do you think is the best way to handle that? Like if uh, water damage or foundation or mold issues come up, what, what would you do for that? Yeah, well, I, I think you need your client and you need to allow as much time as possible in the option process so you can deal with any problems that come up. And, and a lot of them usually don't take very long. Let's take, for instance, a foundation uh, problem that I suspect. We would just have a specialist come out probably the next day and look at that foundation and then you could start preparing estimates on what that might cost, right? Um, if if you had, say, a roof that needed to be repaired, that's easy. I mean, that they could be out there same day. Just got to get them. Don't wait to your last day, right? Give you an estimate on the roof. AC guys, same way. They're busy, but they can come out within a day or two. So, so all that stuff easy. If you want to do mold, you need a little more time because when I take my samples, then I have to overnight them to a laboratory, and it takes them a couple of days to turn that around. If it's a Friday, then you lose the weekend. Pretty soon, you're not getting your samples till Tuesday or Wednesday. That that would be one you might even want to extend your option period on if that's possible. Yeah. Right? Uh, so, is uh, that kind of give you an idea of what you were yeah. answering for? Yeah, because I think so. A mold issue, maybe it's in a closet or, or something that the buyer duct didn't work. see when they, or in the ductwork, yeah. they didn't see when they first walked through. So, that would kind of cause them to panic a little bit. But if you can yeah. say, hey, you know, let's wait, let's just get the sample back, let's just see how we can fit, take care of this, then maybe it'll allevi- alleviate that, yeah. that panic a little bit. Um, so we know the buyer is sometimes present during inspection, but um, when you're working your way around the house and through inspections and you come back and you'll meet with the buyer, right? Right. And what do you, what are maybe a couple of things that you typically go through with most buyers as that, through that process? So Haley knows how I do this. I, I usually, first of all, I try to get them to where they don't panic. I use, um, what did somebody call that? You have to use uh, language that Simple language, yeah. Language, yeah. Not Anyways, alarming. Um, yes. So, you know, I, I I always say I try to get it to where they're not going to jump off the ledge, right? So we've yeah. walked through them one piece at a time. And I tell them, you know, when you buy a house, you only have so much money and you don't have a whole lot of money left over, right? So you got to prioritize things. You got your A list, your B list, and your C list. So your A stuff is going to be anything that costs a lot of money that has moisture-related potential or it's a safety problem. So those are the things you'd focus on. Like if you need a new roof, you need a new roof. Yeah. Right. right? But you might not need to caulk windows till like, I don't know, six months from now if they're not leaking. Um, right. Or know, if a foundation be- is not really bad, you know, it's a, there's a process of time before yeah. it would get worse. Yeah. Yeah. You might just want to know what that would cost and then you know, if you couldn't negotiate that, then you save up your money, right? I tell people yeah. with their AC units, for instance, if they're old, hey, it's working today. 
just keep running it, but be ready one day when it fails, you're going to have to replace it and you can start saving up for that. And then there, you know, back to the ABC list, the B and C items are like caulking and maybe minor electrical and painting and, you know, repairs that, that you don't have to jump on right away. And then what would be on your C list? You know, it's hard to get to the C list sometimes because I think <laughs> everything ought to be A and B. But um, I mean, I guess you could put gutters on your C list. I'd say to people, if you got a big house that needs lots of gutters, they're like, I don't know, 5 to $8 a foot, depending on what you buy. So maybe you do the front of the house first, and then next year you do the back of the house, and then you work the sides last, and it's a multi-year project. And typically, I mean, the inspection, every, almost every house that I have has a list on their inspections. Yeah. You know, whether it's, uh, you know, just the covers on the light, on the light fixture right. that's missed. I, if or, it's like, if it's Sue and Joe, I just tell Joe, this becomes your project list. You know, yeah. Just, here's my inspection report. There's nothing huge on it, but now you got a project list. Right. Honey do like, list. <laughs> yeah. And I like to let the buyer know that, hey, um, you know, there's going to be something wrong with the house, but this is just for your knowledge. This is for, you know, your list that you can, like you said, work on and, and work through. So, right. yeah. One of the things I really like about working with you is your amazing binders. Tell me more about this. Okay, well, everybody that gets a pillar-to-post home inspection gets a three-ring binder that's uh, very professionally done. And in the binder, uh, obviously, you would print up your report, put it in there. For, well, you know how you have so much stuff around your house, like you got receipts, and you got reports, and you got bills, and you're wondering where you keep it all? Well, this provides a place where you can keep up with all the records for your home. It, you can keep your um, receipts for your large appliance purchase, purchase in, in little folders that are in the in the uh, book. We've got folders for your bills. We've got folders for your taxes. If, you, if you're really into it, you can keep all that stuff in the book along with your report, along with your invoice, along with the uh, house or the home inspection standards of practice. And in the back, I have a, a thing called a cost repair guide, which you guys mm-hmm. like because w- when we give people reports, Oftentimes, we tell them that they need to fix things and they want to know how much it costs. So in that cost repair guide, we put in things like how much does a new AC system cost? How much does a new roof cost? What does it cost to get new plumbing? It's really nice. New uh, doors, windows, et cetera. So and it, I don't know if this ever happens, but I say to people, when, when you're ready to sell your house, you just put everything in the book and give it to the, the new buyer and they've got all the records yeah, for the house. Right. Wouldn't it be nice place. to go to the next house, the next inspection and see your book there and your yeah. binder right there? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just exactly. waiting for that to happen. You can also get that cost estimate on guide on my website if anybody out there is interested in looking for that. Cool. What is that website? It's uh, www.pillartopost.com slash Eric Phillips. Cool. Got it. Okay. Um, so before we end the podcast, tell me what is your favorite thing about home inspections? I guess the thing for sure to me is just helping other people make probably one of the most important financial decisions that they'll ever make in their life. So, I mean, I don't always give them good news, but that's yeah. why they hire me, right? And I know sometimes you guys wish I would give them good news, but <laughs> if you well. think about it, um, the home inspector is, is actually the only unbiased person in the party. He, I mean, whether the deal goes through or not, he's going to get paid and he's just there to help the customer make a good decision. So yeah. uh, I like knowing that I'm helping people uh, do the right thing. Oh, absolutely. You're honest and you're very thorough and we love having you. Thanks. So, well, thanks so much for your expertise, Eric. That's going to wrap it up for now. Next time, we're going to be discussing another real estate topic. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening. We're very excited for the opportunity to share the real estate processes with you all. If you have a home inspection question and you'd like to reach Eric Phillips, please give him a call at 337 936 1347. 
If you have a topic that you would like for us to cover, please email us at realtalkaggieland at gmail.com. As always, check out our other podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. And be sure to like our Facebook page. And when you have a real estate question, give us a call. Thanks for joining us on Real Estate Real Talk.